0: Would you like to learn how to reduce pain, move freely and gain a new lease of life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Now, it's been a few weeks since you and I have caught up through the Somatic Movement and Mindset podcast because I've been holding this free video series, which was on pain and stress relief. So hopefully you got to enjoy the four-part series. It was really, really amazing to hear from so many people around the world and hear their eureka or their light bulb moments of what really hit home to them was about pain perception, about movement science, and how amazing your soma truly is. So I thought today what we could do with this episode is, is just to kind of develop on from that. And in actual fact, I just want to share some really interesting things that have happened to me in the last week because I've had the privilege of being able to travel interstate here in Australia again, and I've spent time teaching in Melbourne. And so I just want to share a really amazing gem from what happened in a recent workshop when I was teaching practitioners uh, about somatic movement, mindset and mindfulness. So first of all, what I want to highlight today, and this is again from things that I'm seeing in my clinical practice or I'm hearing online, is that people come in and see me or they contact me online and they'll say things such as they feel tighter now than they did years ago and they can't move as well as they could. and um, Plus, they're just noticing that their mobility is just getting less. They're feeling more aches and pains and they're really thinking, is this it? Can they not get any more movement? And so, before I answer that second part, let's just consider why they might be getting more rigid, why their mobility is impacted. Now, there's lots of factors that are involved with limited mobility, uh, rigidity, pain, and also postural changes. It could be things like our habits, you know, if we sit at a desk all day, or we carry a child on one hip, or we like reading or playing games on the computer, whatever age we are, um, or on our phones, we develop habits, don't we? And we shape and change our posture and muscle tension will alter according to those habits. Likewise, life events, different things happen in our life and they can have a positive or a disempowering effect on us. And that will show up in different ways. There's also changes in our breathing. So either when we're very anxious, when we've had a period of time where there's been intense stress, our breathing is impacted. And so that's going to affect all the muscles around your rib cage, which in turn, if your ribs have no mobility, It's going to have a knock-on effect to your neck and shoulders. It will have a knock-on effect to your lower back and your pelvis. You'll have no rhythm, no shock absorbency. You don't realize sometimes until we do rib release techniques how incredibly versatile your ribs are when they have that movement back. And also what about surgery consider surgery and how that's a huge stress in itself for your nervous system but added to that while you're recuperating you'll often hold yourself in a a certain way braced and taking care of yourself and what we want to do is make sure that we when we can start to bring in gentle mindful movement so that we can break that brain to muscle connection that's telling us to start creating a whole new posture and movement pattern And just generally, emotional and physical effects and well-being will shape and mold our soma to a certain way. And sleep patterns. Just consider what you're like when you don't get enough sleep. Notice how that impacts you in the day. Notice how it makes you feel emotionally, mentally, cognitively. You see, all of that information is relaying back into your nervous system and it's your soma is sensing and feeling And as a result, it's adjusting. It's like like this barometer. It's gauging and it's shifting all the time. And that's what's going to happen is it will start to adapt to the environment. And if we're having issues with our sleep, that's another stressor on our system. And so remember I've said before, and I'll say it again, is that somas exist in time. So we're all a soma. So we're a sensory organism that we sense and feel everything that comes into our world. We know through science we are more sensory than motor with our nerves. So this is having a huge effect on us. And throughout the day, your soma is adapting because remember, your nervous system is listening, responding, or reacting to different events. So to expect ourselves to be the same as we are today from yesterday or a year ago or 15 years ago, that's not really realistic, is it? Because we are evolving and adapting and changing and every day. From different factors like we've just outlaid, if you're not having a good night's sleep, if you've not eaten well, that's going to show up, isn't it, in your body? And so what we want to do is work with our soma that day. And so that's where our power lies. It's actually in noticing what's happening, when we're moving, noticing what's moving and what's not moving, because that's really important too. When we become mindful internally, engaging and creating those soma scans that I teach you within Total Somatics, That's again where your power lies, because when you can identify that in your day, you can take total somatic principles and create software resets and recalibrate throughout your day. And that's what's really important is that we are less ego driven and we're less cortical when we are mindful. You see i say that because when we are cortical and we're ego driven we want to get the biggest stretch as we reach forward we compare what we were like years ago with now and then get frustrated and think why is that not happening we consider and we think that doing a big stretch equals healthy efficient muscles and it doesn't because i've seen many times in any other practitioners will also relate to this is that If you can stretch your muscles, that doesn't equate to healthy muscle memory. It doesn't at all. Because if you look, if you're looking through a clinical somatic educator's eyes, what you'll often see is when they think they're doing a big stretch, there's an adaptation in that stretch to make it happen. But things such such as your rib cage, if you've not released and created rib mobility techniques, your rib cage will still be hunkered down. You'll probably find that waist muscles are still tight and shortened. So you're actually still tight through your torso, but you're creating a stretch and creating an adaptation to make it happen. Because if we are being cortical and we're ego driven and just trying to do a pose and trying to do as what we've done in the past. We're not listening to what your nervous system is saying. And I just want to bring this, this point to home because remember we are more subconscious than we are conscious And I'd like you to consider for a moment, have you ever had a massage? You're lying there on the massage table. You've got all the nice music going, subdued lighting, smelly oils, all sorts of things. And when somebody's massaging you, you're going, oh, that's tight. It's tight through my shoulders or it's tightening my waist muscles. Now, consider in that situation, you're just resting on the table. You're relaxed on the table, not being asked to run around, jump around. But your subconscious, which is in your your brain, your subconscious is telling those muscles to stay contracted. You you, you don't need to move them at that point. And to say, I want to just let them relax. If it's under your subconscious, it's no longer under your conscious learning awareness. It's a challenge to be able to do that. The only way that we can get your subconscious to actually change its behavior and become more conscious and re-educate your muscles is through pandiculation. No amount of stretching is gonna change that. And that's because when you actually uh, consider, and and this this is a great example, for instance, if I watch somebody uh, that's say they're wanting to roll their legs from side to side, so their pelvis is rocking from side to side, and they're allowing their feet and their legs to slowly rock with that motion. Now, as they're rocking back and forth with that motion, I'm encouraging people just to feel the fluidity, the movement pattern as we do this. However, what can happen is if it's an ego-driven, cortical practice, not mindful, what people wanna do is this tendency to see how far they can take their legs because they think that if they take their legs, as they roll their legs to one side, if they take them to the floor, that's achieving something. And yet when we wanna pandiculate, when we wanna create efficient muscle memory, it's not actually about how far you can take your legs. It's remembering that your brain is a pattern creator. And when it's a pattern creator, subconsciously, it's creating this tension from your breathing. It's going to hunker down and tighten the muscles in and around your ribs. It's going to impact through the sides of your body, including your belly muscles and your waist muscles. So when you see somebody, and I, I saw it the other day with somebody I was teaching, and they are, they've they been doing 25 years of yoga, and they rolled their legs to one side, and they could their legs were touching the floor, not a problem at all. However, when we're looking through a clinical somatic educator's eyes, we then can see that this lady's hip was hitched up. So her waist muscles or her obliques were still subconsciously tight. Her rib cage was still hunkered down. You could see that tightness. And what she was doing in order to get her leg to go to the side is she'd arched her back. So if you're familiar with total somatics and the stress postures that people manifest, When somebody arches their back, they're going into a default stress pattern, and it's known as the green light reflex. It's that go, 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 that what we do is like a type A personality, go, go, go. So can you see where that mindset, that ego driven, and it was all purely just as a habitual, this is no sort of judgment here, but. What you see is the subconscious sometimes the mindset of i've just got to achieve and get my legs to the floor and that ties in with the green light pattern flicking in the the back arches but they're still hunkered and hitched up on that side that sh- should be lengthening so what i did is i i asked her just to hold on to her waist on that side and tap and breathe into her hand into the waist area and to the ribs as she did that i then encouraged her i said could you take your hip in the direction of your knee but before that i asked her just to bring her knees up a little bit to take that arch out of her back now when she took the arch out of her back her brain was no longer focused on creating tension in the back we softened her back and then i asked her can you release through your waist can you allow that waist to go in the direction of that knee and do you know what watching that it just went poof, and there was this release and her eyes lit up and she went I didn't realize that was all tight. And I said, no, because your subconscious has held you there and your brain is so incredibly clever. For years, you've just been creating adaptations to make this happen. I said, and we need to move out the mindset of thinking it's about making movements or making these poses really big and thinking that if our legs drop to the floor or we do a big side stretch, it means that our muscles are really good and healthy because that's not functional. That's not really waking our brain up. It's not creating awareness to what's happening. And it's, again, not tapping into the subconscious and noticing how our brain is patterning this tension. And the more important thing is using pandiculation to release that tension. So we did lots of work together. When we'd finished, she lay and did her soma scan where she just puts her legs down and sensed and felt. And she just looked at me and she said, I've been a yoga teacher for 25 years. And that pain and tension that I've had all around my right hip and back, because that was the side that was flaring up when we did the movement, she said it's gone quiet. I've had three text messages from her since um, because she said the fluidity has come back. She's got this movement, this bounce and this shock absorbency, and she's overwhelmed And she just said to me that she's always teaching about being mindful and slowing things down. But she realized how what she's been teaching is very different to what we actually do when we we really knuckle down and focus on our subconscious. Take away all of the belief systems of thinking we've got to make it big and thinking that stretching is the answer. As we know, it's about movement. We want to be able to move freely as we go into our later years. That's more important to be able to have efficient muscle memory and know that we've got shock absorbency and create spirals in our movement compared to just being able to stretch. And as we know, it may look impressive, but as I was pointing out, all of that one side was just hunkered down with the ribs and it was hitched up with the waist And there was adaptations with the arching of the back, which is why her back was always causing her issues. She had back issues, because all she kept doing was arching her back and going into that green light posture. So that was why I wanted to explain that for Is that if we can move away from what we want and actually listen to what your soma is telling you, note, and you learn all this within total somatics, you notice when you're going into those default stress postures, Even if it's unintentional, like with that lady, her back started arching. She was going into what her brain likes to do and likes to live like, which is go, 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 big arches, which is why she likes doing cobras and backbends because she's doing more of what her brain wants to do. And yet what we want to do is actually quieten down that constant contraction, say in her lower back, and teach her brain to muscle connection to actually let those muscles release. Take some of the jarring and the jamming out of her back so she's got that movement. Another example I want to share with you is that when I was teaching in Melbourne at the weekend, um, I actually had a group of practitioners in learning about total somatics. And one of the practitioners came in at the start of the day and he said to me, I've got a frozen shoulder, so I can't really do much. And I said, that's fine. And of course, if you've been watching the video series, do you remember when I talked about the neurotag? And how sometimes the stories and the labels that we put to our areas of our body can create a bit of a, they can immobilize us, just that on its own. So I said, that's fine. Just do what you can through today. Um, but I said, just remember that your, your, your nervous system and your muscles, they're adapting all the time. So just, just give it all a go. Anyway, by the end of the day, so we started at nine, finished at 4.30. The end of the day, he was walking around the group, swinging his arm around going, look at this, look at this. And he said, I can do full movement. He said, my shoulder's not frozen. He said, I've got no pain. And he's literally swinging his arm around the room to everybody. And a lot of people, you know, they're all complete strangers. They don't know each other. And uh, and I said, I haven't set this up, I promise. This is genuine, you know, because it was one of those things you're like, seriously, can this be the case? Well, it was, because when we started at the beginning of the day, his ribs were rock solid. And so we did a lot of rib mobility work. As a group, we learned a lot about rib mobility and to get the ribs moving first, and then everything else will flow. And that's what was really powerful is when we got his ribs moving and then everything else, because remember, your brain is patterning tension. And so we need to look from head to toe and realize that we we are this seamless net with fascia and everything else. And so we want everything to start waking up and moving freely. And that certainly happened with him. So it was wonderful to experience that. But as I said, when he was talking, I said, I'm not surprised because I know how powerful this work is and it really is powerful. So if you've recently joined the membership, I can't wait to share so much more with you. And I'm sure all the existing Total Somatics members will also share that too. If you aren't in the membership at this point, please click the join now um, button on totalsomatics.com and leave your details there. And then basically the next time we open the membership doors, you will be the first to find out and then you're more than welcome to, to join the membership. So I only open the doors for a few days few times during the year because the rest of the time it's about being fully focused on the members and so i'd like you just to consider as we finish today's episode to remember that your brain is incredibly amazing it's always trying to help you out it's trying to adapt and shift and change and make your life as easy as possible so it will try and do things uh, and take over like creating habits and subconscious behavior so you can focus on more important things However, those really important things could still be bringing ourselves back to noticing how we're sitting, how we're moving. What are we listening to? What are we watching? Can we limit some of the things that we're watching at the moment? Because that can certainly impact on our emotional, mental, physical and energetic health. And as much as we want to be up to date with information, what we also want to do is just take care of our own in a world, because if we're not feeling well, then when we're trying to support other people, then we're kind of running on empty. So we wanna take care of ourselves so we can give so much more to everybody else as well as take care of ourselves. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, As always, any questions, please reach out to me either through uh, Messenger, social media, or go to support at totalsomatics.com. Leave me your comments, your questions. I love hearing from you. um, And it's just really, really wonderful to get back into these podcasts. So as always, take care. All my love and best wishes to you. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and also forward this on to somebody you know will benefit. To learn more about pain relief, plus how to improve your health and well-being, go to totalsomatics.com. Until next time, take care.